0: This episode is brought to you by Inside Tracker. People age at different speeds, and the date on your license may not represent your inner biological age at all. If you're looking for ways to extend your health span and slow down the aging process, the keys to health and longevity run in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to improve your metabolism, reduce stress, improve sleep, and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not. For a limited time, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash Claudia. That's tracker.com forward slash Claudia to get your 20% off today. This episode is brought to you by Oxford Healthspan. I was so excited to learn about Oxford Healthspan's Primadine Original and Primadine GF Spermidine supplements on my journey to staying younger for longer, and I'm delighted to now share this great longevity supplement with you too. They are the cleanest, purest, food-derived spermidine supplements on the market with zero fillers or flow agents. Spermidine has been shown to support cell renewal, cognition, and trigger autophagy, the body's inbuilt system of cellular cleaning and recycling, as well as to improve deep sleep and thicker, glossier hair, stronger nails, and better skin. Most fascinating to me, spermidine also inhibits six of the nine hallmarks of aging. So check out oxfordhealthspan.com and use code claudia10 at checkout for 10% off today. Hello life optimization friends, I'm your host Claudia from Böselaga and welcome to the longevity and lifestyle podcast where I invite pioneers and thought leaders in all things longevity and lifestyle to give you the strategies, tools and practices to live better and reach your highest potential. If you're ready to learn all about how to make your life, relationships, health, and business flourish by using Feng Shui, today's episode with celebrity Feng Shui Grandmaster, Dame Marie Diamond, will show you how. Marie shares the key strategies and tools to do so and is one of the world's top transformational leaders, speakers, and best selling authors. A renowned voice on the law of attraction, Marie is the only European star featured in the worldwide phenomenon The Secret. Marie merges her profound, intuitive knowledge of energy and the law of attraction with her studies of quantum physics, meditation, feng shui, and dao zing to transform the success, relationships, and inspirations of individuals, organizations, and corporations. Her clients include billionaires, A-list celebrities, top-selling writers, motivational speakers, CEOs, Fortune 500 companies, governmental organizations, and more than 300,000 students online. Please enjoy. Welcome to the Longevity and Lifestyle Podcast, Marie. It is such an honor and pleasure to have you on today. Thank you so much, Claudia. And I'm so excited to be with all your viewers and listeners. Thank you so much. So, Marie, you're a leading global transformation teacher, feng shui master, best selling author, and a renowned voice in all things law of attraction and feng shui. But I would love to start with catching up everyone listening who mightn't be that familiar with feng shui. What is feng shui exactly and what is it not? Yes.
1: (laughs) So feng shui means literally Chinese words for wind and water. So it is actually an energy system that is around for more than 4,000 years that we would actually compare it with like things we know already from the Chinese Tradition that's like acupuncture, for example, or Tai Chi or Qigong. But it's all about making sure that Qi, the energy, is activated in your body. Now, feng shui is talking about the energy flow in a greater body, namely your home, the space where you live and sleep and work. So as they have found, there are certain blockages that can occur or certain things they can activate by you know, doing certain movements or doing certain pressure points, you actually can see the same when your home, that we can actually increase the flow of happiness, the flow of abundance, the flow of relationships, the flow of health in the place that you live by, you know, deblocking things by, for example, decluttering, but also by activating and finding out where are the pressure points that we can stimulate by colors, by images, by positioning, in your home so that you and your family and your business will thrive more.
0: So I'm really excited to dive into a lot of these different points as well. But from your perspective, feng shui, I mean, in Asia, as you so well, including, you know, when they build buildings, they leave a floor free and there's all these different aspects of yeah. water and, and the entrances. But why is it so powerful? It's, it's just manipulating the energy in a positive way. Is those pressure points or what would you say?
1: Yeah, well, so, you know, when I started really connecting in with Feng Shui, you know, I was already very focused on the law of attraction and meditation, on self-help, and I was, you know, very early on, I started all this journey when I was seven years old, like a long time ago, but I really started understanding that there are three aspects to results that we can, I would say, activate, I don't like the word manipulate so much, but activate, yeah, Mm -hmm. And one of them is what we call the spiritual part of the law of attraction or the effects that we can have. And that is what we would call our destiny or purpose or karma. And it is said that we can actually adjust that by prayers, by meditation, by, you know, fulfilling our purpose, literally, right? And there's a second part to results we can create in the law of attraction by our human design. You can affect it by your mindsets, yeah? So if you have a positive mindset, a focused mindset, you can create something differently. Also, the emotional behavior you have, your gratitude feelings, you know, releasing your emotional blockages, traumas that you have, you can change the outcome of your human design and also the actions you take, you know, the planning, moving forward with focused actions, you can change that. Now, there is a one-third of the law of attraction of the outcome That I only started really understanding when I was beginning 15 after an accident where I was already practicing the other two parts, but I was not practicing the last part. That the environment is actually also affecting us. And we all know that. Like when you come in a place and there are certain areas you're like, oh, I don't like this place here. You don't know exactly why it is. Mm -hmm. That's why you cannot put a finger on the wound, but it's something, right? And then you go other places. You're like, oh my god, I can keep hanging out for hours here. Such a great vibe here, but you don't know why it is, yeah? Because as we look in the quantum physics field, everything has energy, but so has the space around us, yeah. Mm -hmm. And when we become aware of that, and I know women sometimes are very aware of that, they're like, so I need to redecorate. I need to declutter. (laughs) I need to change things around. Like they feel like, and they don't know why, but they feel like something is stuck, something is not moving. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, I would say intuitively start doing things. But if you're aware that there are like in everything, there are certain principles and lost to as energy. And so that the Feng Shui master started understanding 4,000 years ago that there are principles and rules that they can follow to move the energy up to deblock block the vibration that is stuck and to open it up. And so from that perspective, I think we all have already experienced that there is energy to space. We just did not know there was a system that we could apply to make it really work very easily to our best results.
0: I love that explanation, Marie. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. And I'd love to also touch on, you mentioned that sort of from a young age, from the age of seven, you already started, you know, picking up on things like this. And then at 15, can you talk a little bit about some of the fundamental moments in your childhood, and your life that brought you into being such an expert? Of course. First of all, I'm from
1: Belgium, from a beautiful city called Bruges. My mother was a primary school teacher, my father, a salesman. And it was a family that was, you know, raised in a Catholic background. So that was normal in Belgium, but also very international because my father had lived in Canada before he traveled the world. So we were like very international and we spoke three languages already at home. Yeah. so Mm -hmm. Dutch, French and English. So it was like my mind was a little bit bigger than most children of my age, I would say. And so... When I was seven, I started really connecting in with meditation. I had already a spiritual teacher coming on my path. So I started becoming aware of energy because I also saw energy. It's like I could see Mm -hmm. the energy around in the aura field. I could see blockages of people. I could see literally when people would be soon passing on. Mm -hmm. I had like imprints and visions of things, dreams, very strong dreams. And so I was already like very aware that there was more than the three-dimensional world. Yeah. And then when I was 15, I had a near-death experience. So when I was run over by a truck, I was declared dead. And in that moment of being declared dead, I left my body and I went to the other side. And there I was receiving the message that I had to go back, that I was here to enlighten more than 500 million people. And that was like the message that when I woke up, that I was like, okay, I don't know what that means because I didn't know the word enlightenment, you know, from a a Catholic background, we don't talk about that word. but I knew it was about making a difference. Yeah. And from that moment on, I started really focusing even more about this. And my teacher, I asked him, what did I do wrong? You know, I was already practicing meditation, praying a lot. I was aware of creating like kind of a vision wall, what we would call later on vision boards. And he said, like, you just have bad feng shui. And I knew the place where I lived. I hated that place. It was dark energy. There was a lot of trauma that had been in that space. And so I moved to another space. I asked my parents if I could move into the room of my brothers that have already left house. And suddenly my life changed around. I painted it in a different color. I did hang other images up. I painted my furniture. I created like with some basic information I already knew at that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was already shared with me. But there was no books on feng shui about this. I mean, it took another 15 years before I read a book on feng shui. So it was like just basic energy and feeling the energy of the space too. And then my life just shifted from... Literally being very bullied at school, you know, I was considered a nerd. That's not the reason to be bullied. But, you know, apparently at that time it was somebody who was, you know, quite religious. So suddenly the bullies became friends. They became my best friends. Like something shifted completely. And the only thing that really shifted was my location and how I changed my location. And I know in business, we say that sometimes. we say Location is everything, you know, where you put that hotel, where you put that shop. But people are not aware of in the Western world, there's not just a location, but also how that location looks like inside, yeah? Mm -hmm. And that it actually connects in with you and your birthday and and you and your personal energy. And so when I was like my 30, early 30, I really understood there were function masters out there. And I started studying feng shui in the Far East, and that is how I brought that together with my work. But I already had practiced a lot of basic principles, but I just did not know there was material available because it was just not available in my country. So
0: you went and sorted out. So you studied then in Asia, and you studied with different feng shui masters, or yeah. how did you and you formulate so, your own style? Yes, so I was
1: accepted by Grandmaster Yapxing Hai. That was, I already has passed on. I was, I think, his first European student. And that was, you know, an eye-opener for me because I already met several other grandmasters at that time. But I wanted to work with somebody who was very spiritual, very into feng shui, and also a businessman. And he was a business tycoon. He was a billionaire before he started teaching, actually, feng shui. So I was like, okay, he (laughs) He sounds good for me. (laughs) Yeah, he's a black belt Kung Fu. So he was, you know, very amazing man. So for me, it was like, that's the person, but you have to be accepted at that point. You know, there was just perhaps a hundred people teaching Feng Shui at a time, right in the world. Mm -hmm. And so I also did some training because he trained together at some point with Lillian too. So I worked also with her because they were working together at that point. And he told me that I would start my own school. So he gave me permission to start my own school after years of practice, of course. So yeah, we started the Diamond Feng Shui School where I kind of really brought together the law of attraction, how the brainwaves work together mm-hmm. with Feng Shui. So I am a traditional Feng Shui Chinese master, yeah. So I'm really trained in a traditional way, but I brought this really into the self-help. And I think that's how I also was able to talk
0: about it in The Secret. So let's talk about that journey. And you also mentioned vision boards. So how have you incorporated some of the practices to really manifest some of the big dreams that you had in your early part of your career? I
1: remember when I came to America, I set up my vision board. And I put on my vision board a little yellow post-it note where I said, I'm going to be in a movie seen by millions of people that will transform the world. And I did hang it on my vision board. And I thought, oh, I need something like physical. So I bought myself a fake Oscar statue and put my name on it. And I said, 2005, I needed a few years. And literally after placing that in my success direction, because feng shui coming in with the vision board is where to place your vision board is very important in feng shui so that everybody has based on their birthday a certain area that is more successful for you than other areas so i'm going to talk about that in a bit so i put that there and like within a month i had my first oscar winning clients meanwhile we have more than you know 20 oscar winning clients and then i also attracted to be in the secret that has definitely reached you know, millions of people, it did not get an Oscar, but has really transformed many people's lives.
0: Yeah. So you hit those targets of the millions as well. It's so incredible. Yeah. So I'd love to talk about a d- sort of a deep dive into the best practices and how does it actually work? So if someone who's new to this and they're saying, okay, this sounds amazing. I'd yeah. love to try it. What would you recommend? What are the steps?
1: Well, the first step is always to really consider your home as a living being, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just a three-dimensional form. Like, as you know, everything that's on this planet has an energetic vibration. Mm -hmm. And so be aware of that. And I want you to kind of walk through your house, but now with new eyes Mm -hmm. and eyes that like, I would say, if God would look through your eyes or the universe looks through your eyes, it's like, you know, what the universe sees right now. And always remember your home is like a three dimensional vision board. Everything that's around you is actually affecting you subconsciously. It's like you're telling a story to your subconscious mind Mm -hmm. by the images, the way you position things, the colors, everything is nonstop giving you a message 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. like eight hours in your bedroom, eight hours in your living room, eight hours where you're working or you're working from home. So it actually gives you imprints all the time. So I want you to start looking through your house. You're like, oh, that's not what I want in my life. (laughs) So let's say you're single and you have all images of single men, single women hanging around. Then like, what have you been saying to yourself? I'm okay by being single. Yeah. So just I want you to be aware of it. That's the first thing. The second thing is I would love you to understand you need to create space. And creating space is about letting go of things that do not longer serve you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So decluttering is part of creating space because when you are cluttering up your home, you're actually blocking the flow of energy. And it's like we cannot just put like an acupuncture, a needle in your body to declutter or to open up the space. <laughs> you literally have to take, you know, the create a space by deblocking, by letting go of too much of what you have so the rule is there less is more yeah mm-hmm. i always say to people that go of at least 10 to 20 percent can be clothes can be books can be you know boxes anything let it go right mm-hmm. and then there's more space for energy to come back in and then we have to direct the energy right so once we have become aware of it we kind of let go of certain things we create space then we have to say, okay, how do I direct it for myself? And so one of the things we're doing is we are then looking for the energy number. And so you can actually download my free Mary Diamond app where you can actually check out on the app your birthday. You'll have to put in your birthday.
0: What is the app name for people interested in downloading? Yeah, it's just
1: Mary Diamond. I think it's Magical Living. And you will just be able to put in your birthday and your birth gender. So it's really connected with the gender of your birth, yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's connected with your DNA, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so as you're doing that, it will calculate and it will give you a number between one and nine, but that number is connected with compass directions because in Feng Shui, we work with the compass to see how the flow comes in through the wind because it's wind and water. So where does the wind and the water comes from, from which direction? And then you will get a diamond
0: compass.
1: Uh Uh And based on your number, number, you will get a success direction, a health relationship and wisdom direction. So four pillars to build a house. And so in your success direction, so you will hold the app literally in your hands, in the room, in the middle of the room, like in the living room, in the middle of your bedroom or your workspace. And you will see where is success like right now. So you will see the Southwest here for Uh me, it's Mm -hmm. success. Uh So I hold it and I see what is there. So Uh if you have the wrong images, the wrong things there, you literally will start blocking your success Let's say have a garbage bin there, right? Or you have, for example, a plant that is behind you is with very sharp edges. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that is like a no no. So okay,
0: so that is take that out okay. <laughs>
1: yeah? because it actually is like knives. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And so, especially when you have that behind you, it's like people will criticize you more. So, okay. get rid of that. Okay, yeah? thank but you. But let's say you have this one in your success direction. Then you can say, well, you know, it's kind of full, yes, but it's spiky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you don't want that. So, like, for example, in my success direction, I have books that I wrote, I have courses, I have my awards out there, I have images of me speaking for thousands of people. So I create like a success energy. And that's also where I put my vision board. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's the location for your vision board. Now you can say, will that vision board start working faster? Yes. So that's the whole point with Feng Shui. There's like an ease and an effortless energy. And Mm -hmm. people feel sometimes there's a little bit of magical, but it's just because you open up the flow Mm -hmm. of your space into the universe Mm -hmm. because your access to success in the universe is that compass direction for the rest of your life, yeah? But also for money. And then you have one for relationships. So in my relationship direction in my office, I have the globe because I have students in more than 190 countries. So you better put the globe
0: too, Claudia, because you have... (laughs) In many countries, people. Yes, ninety-eight and counting. Exactly. Right.
1: So we <laughs> yeah. need to expand to that, but mm-hmm. I also have images there of people, my team, my top clients. So I have pictures there that mm-hmm. kind of represent that. Of course, in my bedroom, I would not put my professional relationships. <laughs> I would put a picture of my husband and me. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. So depending which room you're going to, and it's very interesting. People see so quickly some shifts happening. Because it's like, you know, we're setting goals out in the world. But sometimes your home is actually telling a different goal than what you want. Mm -hmm. So if you align yourself between you and the goals in your mind and your heart and your actions, Mm -hmm. and you make sure the greater Mm -hmm. body around you is aligned with your goals, with the right images, the right experiences, then actually it's like it's an expansive an exponential reaction that starts happening. And that is why people have seen amazing results by adding this one-third of the law of attraction that is in their home.
0: I love that. And you have to face the success direction, let's say, in your office. And and does it change depending on if it's in your office versus in the bedroom? You want to be facing a different direction and you move furniture around? Yeah, so... this is about activations that I just shared. But there's another part
1: is about what direction to face. Okay, Mm -hmm. the first rule is always to see the door. Yeah. So sometimes you cannot face one of your good directions, but you can always face the door. Yeah. Uh Right now I'm sitting and I see the door, the door is right there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So you always want to make sure you're in what we call the queen or king position. Mm-hmm. So you never sit with your back to the door. People that sit with their back to the door, they don't see the universe coming in because mm-hmm. the universe comes in through people. Mm-hmm. yeah, And it comes in with you, you mm-hmm. know, literally to the door. So if you're with your back to the door, you actually saying to the universe, I'm not open to all the opportunities and the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And just by that simple change in your desk that you're taking your desk and you're facing the door, people have seen amazing results with getting more income, promotions, Mm -hmm. more recognition, more respect. Mm -hmm. I think you can see the door where you're sitting right now. Yes. (laughs) I can see that, because you become more powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the first rule. The second rule, if possible, it's not always possible is then to take your compass and to see if you can see the door and Mm -hmm. also face look at Uh your good directions when you're awake. Mm -hmm. When you're asleep, You want to see the door Mm -hmm. when you wake up, like you wake up, oh, I see the door and you want to sleep with your head pointing Mm -hmm. at one of your good directions. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now it's not always possible, right? Mm -hmm. But you always can activate these directions by placing the right things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the right images. Mm -hmm. But that's actually the ultimately best if you can do that, because then you're in the flow of your own energy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And the more you're in the flow of your own energy, the stronger the universal response. So then people experience like I'm asking something, and immediately there's like there's a flow, coming, because you want to flow with you, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to flow against you, yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you will still, you know, like I said, if you have like a bike and you go on top of a mountain and you bike against the wind, you will still get to the top of the mountain, but you will be exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> so if you have the wind with you, that's what feng shui does. If you have the wind with you, you mm-hmm. go quicker on top of the mountain, and you can do the second mountain because you still have so much energy left. Okay,
0: okay. I definitely need to do a, some shifting as well. So it's a mixture of understanding and thankfully through your app as well, which is your success right. direction and for health and fantasy. So that's the activation direction. But you said no matter what, you want to be facing the door. So that sort of is the cardinal rule. And then <laughs> decluttering to let in the fresh energy.
1: And definitely declutter first in the areas that are strong for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I cannot create any clutter in my success direction, yeah? Mm -hmm. And then not in my relationship direction. That always has to be impeccable, Mm -hmm. yeah? So, Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting for children also, you know, because a lot of parents are like, oh, you know, my kid's room is so cluttered. And I said, look, tell them where they cannot have any clutter. Mm
0: -hmm. The rest,
1: they can have clutter. But the fact that they start decluttering four areas, yeah? Mm -hmm they start adding and they're decluttering the rest too. So it's really interesting.
0: That's a really good point that for children as well, it's powerful. Oh, they love it.
1: They love the app, you know, and it's so great because it's about creativity also. (laughs) Like you say like, what's in my relationship direction? Like for kids, I always say, hang a cork board, hang your images of your friends, your best friends, your team, Mm -hmm. you know, in wisdom, it's all about what inspires you. Like, oh, you know, Who inspires you? Oh, it can be Winnie the Pooh, but it can be, I don't know, Harry Styles. I don't know what it is, right? (laughs) So what inspires you? And the children just love working with the app. Yeah.
0: Really fun. Well, I have two girls and they love creative things as well and cutting things from magazines. So this sounds like a a fun project that we'll definitely get into. Yeah. Now Marie, you also mentioned colours. What role does colours play? We briefly interrupt this episode with a short word from our sponsors. Thank you for supporting them as it allows me to bring you this content for free. This episode is brought to you by The DNA Company. Have you ever thought to yourself, when will I die? I know it's a touchy topic, but the reason we don't want to talk about it is because we feel powerless. Powerless is a sense that we can't do anything. Turns out that it's only partly true. While you can't predict the day you will die, you can prevent it from happening sooner than later. Knowing that your DNA isn't rigid but can, like light switches, be turned on and off based on things that you do is really empowering. So, you ask, how do you turn off the bad genes? This is exactly what the DNA company figured out. Through an advanced DNA test, they can tell you exactly what genes you have and what supplements, diet, lifestyle and environment are right for you, giving you the exact information needed to keep those bad genes turned off and optimize your health for longer. Importantly, your data is encrypted, anonymized, and never sold. Join the 5,000-plus executives, professional athletes, and biohackers and visit thednacompany.com slash claudia. That's t h e d dot C-L-A-U-D-I-A for $50 off your advanced DNA test today. And now back to the show.
1: So you will see once you continue with the work, that colors are very important because colors are a vibrational expression of energy. So depending on your energy number, there are certain colors that will work better for you than for others. Mm -hmm. For example, I like white because white is my best color for relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I talk to people, I will mostly wear something white because it always for my energy works well. Mm -hmm. For somebody else, it can be blue, it can be red depending on your energy number. But there are some general colors that we always want to work with, you know? So for example, if you want to add more abundance, mm-hmm. add more an exponential reaction in your business, in your career, the best color for that is gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to have on your desk some golden objects, like, for example, I have, you know, <laughs> my, my pens are golden objects. Yes. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> so having some golden objects around you or even when you have certificates and awards, mm-hmm. especially certificates, put them always in your success direction by put them in a gold looking frame or important pictures with your manager or with your team, put them in a gold looking frame, because then you're saying, I am going to the top, because when you're in the top, you get a golden medal. Mm-hmm. That is the color of abundance, the color of exponentially top, the best energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So gold is very important in that level. But for example, in a bedroom, I would not focus too much on the gold, right? Mm-hmm. Because in the bedroom, it's not focusing on the abundance, but it's more focusing on romance, on feeling good. Mm-hmm. So in the bedroom, there are some colors I try to avoid. Yeah. So especially in a bedroom, I would avoid too much blues, like water images are a no-no in a bedroom, blue covers, blue curtains, blue wallpaper, because then you have a feeling that there's too much water around you. Mm-hmm. And when there's too much water, you don't sleep so well, you get faster conflict, you know, you feel more easier depressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a uh, bedroom, you work more with earth colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And earth colors can be beiges and tans and yellow, peach, orange, Mm -hmm. rose. Yeah, all earth colors. So for girls, we do a lot of rose colors, right? But Mm -hmm. you can even add that Mm -hmm. as an extra stimulus to a bedroom. I would also avoid too much red. I mean, you can add red items if you want a bit more passion, like a little bit red pillows or red lamps, but Mm -hmm. not like all red wallpaper because it's too much fire. Mm-hmm. And your subconscious is then thinking, I'm not safe here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's are two colors I definitely avoid are too much reds and too much blues in the bedroom because mm-hmm. we subconsciously feel unsafe there. So earth energy makes us all more harmonious. We sleep mm-hmm. better when we are in earth colors. Mm-hmm. So depending where, of course, the house is located, where the front door is, there are all different kinds of colors, but these are some basic things that they can start working with.
0: It's so interesting. And are there other things like, I know water plays a big role, for example, or a water feature, are there other tools that you recommend for people to use?
1: Yes. So water is something that stands for money, a money flow. Mm -hmm. So we sometimes suggest to people, if you want to create a little bit more an income to work with a water feature, like an indoor water fountain. But for sure, we don't place it in the bedroom because we don't make money in the bedroom, right? So that's a no. But like in your living room, in your workspace, yeah. And so there are two general areas where you can put a fountain. That's the north. If you want to activate more your career, yeah, like you are in a career, you're not working in a business, then I would put a water fountain in the north area of your office. If you're more into business, into investment, then I would place it in the southeast of your office. Yeah, But again, it doesn't have to be big. It's just you don't even have to hear it, but it just creates a flow of energy. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Marie, do you have, let's say, three tips for people who want to improve their home for a sense of well-being, but also for business success? And what are some of the top three tips for health and love as well? So the main ones that I'm sure a lot of your clients come to you for.
1: For well-being, the first tip I would definitely suggest, again, to look at your decluttering. Mm-hmm. You know, you especially at the entrance, you don't want to have any clutter at the entrance because you walk in from out in the world where stress, right? You want to come in and feel like you can, you know, let go and feel in harmony, So make sure your shoes are in a shoebox. There's no coats visible. You create like a beautiful entrance with perhaps a picture of your family, the people that live in the house, not the outside family, like a beautiful bouquet of flowers or an orchid, a candle. So something you feel like, ah, I'm home. That kind of well-being is very important for everyone. And then especially also in the well-being, especially in the living room, I always love to add some orange or some peach colors, like as pillows, as candles, some crystals, because it always creates that warm, cozy feeling to work with earth tones in the living room. And another tip I would definitely suggest also to have a nice smell in your home, right? And to have like a candle with a special essential oil. The best would be vanilla, yeah? Yeah. Vanilla always creates a nice well-being experience. So the moment you come in, lit up a vanilla candle. That just will always calm the energy for everyone. Then business-wise, you know, major tip is to sit in a power position. That's the first step I want you to do. Mm -hmm. Always make sure if you're in a business to have a high back chair, like I have one here. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So the higher the chair, the more you're sitting on the throne, the more powerful you become of armrests yeah Yeah. so you're like okay i'm the queen i'm the king (laughs) i would also suggest to make sure you have in your office everything is organized and decluttered so that you know where everything is be in charge of your space and definitely for business try not to work in your bedroom yeah because i know sometimes especially with people working more from home they're kind of looking for a place where it's a little bit calmer So Mm -hmm. two places where we don't want to work is in the bedroom and on the kitchen table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always say the queen on the king will not work there. Yeah. So try to find a little bit your space. And then for love, I would definitely look at in your bedroom, what hangs above your headboard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What hangs above the headboard is actually affecting the whole romance level Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. also your health. So if you have, for example, images there, I've seen everything in my life. Two tigers, you know, ready to jump on somebody, right? It's like, how can you sleep here? Like impossible. (laughs) I have seen people hanging images of war, you know, war zones, or like even for children, you know, they have like the big dinosaur hanging above their headboard. Like, I mean, how can that child feel healthy, you know? So be careful what you hang above your headboard. Make sure it's about love. It's peaceful. It's calm. It's not chaotic. Yeah. Also very important about love is make sure there's no mirrors reflecting your bed. Yeah? When you have mirrors reflecting your bed, you actually create more health issues yeah? mm-hmm. and you create more problems with romance because you're doubling your body, first mm-hmm. of all, and you're doubling the stress that you come to sleep with. People have a harder time to wake up energized when there's a mirror reflecting their bed, but that also means the television reflecting their bed. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You always have to cover
0: that. So a question, does that mean there should be no mirror in a bedroom? Or what would you recommend?
1: You can have a mirror in the bedroom, but you have to make sure that the mirror does not reflect your bed.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. okay? Mm-hmm. But
1: I always say to people, look in the mirror to mm-hmm. see if the mirror sees your bed. If mm-hmm. it doesn't see your bed, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you cannot have the mirror reflecting you. And also for love, we see that people that are by themselves the mirror will doubling their loneliness. Yeah, mm-hmm. If you're with two people, you're attracting more people in the bed. They have done studies about it really affects the blood pressure. That affects your white blood spells. So they will spike more than the red blood cells. So it really is not a good thing to have mirrors there. And I was just talking last weekend about somebody, and she had mirrors reflecting her bed. She covered them. She put something in front of it. And she said like, oh my God, I have slept the best I've ever slept in years since I moved into that bedroom.
0: Mm-hmm. And I've heard this so many times. Wow, okay, amazing. So it really affects your well-being. Mm-hmm. yeah? That's amazing, because I think a typical is many, many people that I know either have a mirror reflecting the bed or television. So two of the Correct. sort of no-go things as well. So
1: And also to be aware of it, like if you're watching television, like what's the last thing you're putting out energetically in that space? Yeah. I mean, if it's a late night show, Great. You know, you're laughing and it's fun, right? But if it's a movie on war or like the latest news of what's going on, depressing, and you don't want to have that in your bedroom, you know? So be careful. What do you pull into your bedroom
0: at, at the last moment? It makes so much sense. And I mean, obviously, it's a huge fan of increasing health span for longevity as well. I try to recommend clients 90 minutes before bed, just no screens whatsoever. And as I say, with the news, if it bleeds, it leads. Right. So I think any television in the bedroom is probably yeah, for a good sure. Editing.
1: And yeah, and even, you know, any tablet, computer, have it at least like six feet away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like two meter away from you because it really affects your energetic vibration. And so mm-hmm. if you can leave it downstairs, that's even better. But you know, if you can't, you know, keep it away. Don't put it on your nightstand. Put on your nightstand a nice inspiring book or your journal, mm-hmm. a picture of your family, of your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Something when you look at it, like the last thing you take, the light out, like something that, wow, gives you good vibes. Mm-hmm. First thing you're looking at, it gives you good vibes. So mm-hmm. be aware that
0: really gives an imprint in our brain. Such powerful advice. So thank you so much for that as well. With regards to the vision board, Marie, are there some do's and don'ts? Is it just a matter, you said that having it pointing in a certain direction or that you're looking at it a certain direction, but what are some things that people must do for a successful vision board and what are things to avoid? Yeah. So, I mean, I have a very special system for creating a vision
1: board that is based on your energy number. You know, you can find that out on the website, but just some simple things that you can do. The first thing is a lot of times people create, it's like a vision board, but it's like chaotic, you know, so I'm like, if you want the universe to create such a chaos, okay, (laughs) right, so think about it, right, Mm -hmm. so I always suggest to people to put a picture of themselves in the center of their vision board, Mm -hmm. yeah, because you are the center of the universe and everything around you is then it's like you're saying, this is what I embrace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So put a picture that is current from the last year, not like from when you were young, right? Mm-hmm. You need to adjust to it's a vision board for the future. So, you know, think about from now to the future. I also suggest to people to make a mix between pictures and words mm-hmm. yeah, and pictures and goals, even that you write down. Write down things about your success, about your health, your relationship, your wisdom. Again, because your brain, when we just do images, a lot of people say, but vision board doesn't work because they are perhaps not so much in their creative mind. They're much more in their analytical mind. And Mm -hmm. the analytical mind doesn't understand images Mm -hmm. so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you are making a mixture and you're like writing something down and then you put pictures around it that relate with your goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah then your brains will like both will read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Left and right will read it. Mm-hmm. I always love to put my, of course, the vision board in the success direction mm-hmm. in your bedroom or in your office living room. If not too many people come there, that could be okay. Definitely never place it in a bathroom, right? Because in a bathroom, there's no positive energy there. I have people putting it on the fridge. I'm like, you're freezing it. So just be careful where you place it. You want to place it somewhere. It's part of your access. You want to see it. And also put some golden frame around it. Again, by adding the gold, you're creating exponential energy. And when you write words on it, write the goals always in the word that is a present tense. Don't say like, in the future, one day I will have this. Mm -hmm. always say, I am, I already have this right now. Mm -hmm. Because in the universe, there is no time. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so always write it as it already exists right now in your life and so as you're writing in the present tense you need to also connect with your vision board Mm -hmm. so I have a vision board I will read regularly the Mm -hmm. words I will look at it there will be something like oh I will just start waving at that person like oh hi how are you yes I want to meet you one day you know so, and that really works, I have to be honest. Uh-huh. So the more you are creating an interconnection between you and the vision board, mm-hmm. it becomes as an imprint. And then take a picture of your vision board, put it on your screen of your phone, mm-hmm. put it on the screen of your computer. So it's not just a paper somewhere. It becomes a living tool and you have five minutes left, I don't know, in the airplane, just look at it, talk, mm-hmm. connect with it and, like, and see what ideas come up from it mm-hmm. and journal it and think about it and take
0: action from it. Mm-hmm. So powerful. Um, Marie, I'd love to throw some rapid fire questions at you, if I may. <laughs> so do you have a favorite quote or piece of advice that was a real game changer for you?
1: You know, what's really a real game changer for me was the message I received when I was 15. When I was here, I'm here to enlighten more than 500 million people. And I actually, every morning, I say that out loud. And then I ask the universe, show me how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by asking that every day, you know, if it's one person or it's a thousand people or millions of people, I don't know what that day will bring to me. But I always say that. And that's, it's my quote that I start my day with.
0: I love that. That's so beautiful as well. Do you have any other particular morning routines to start your day as a success? Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: I do. So when I was seven, I learned a meditation for my master called the tubes of light meditation It's also available on the free app. And so I start that day with that meditation since I'm seven. So it was like 52 years now. Yeah. And so it's kind of a creating a little feng shui in my energy. Like mm-hmm. I'm really tuning in and aligning myself to be ready, mm-hmm. you know, to be the best I can that day. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my students have taken that ritual over and just doing the tips of light meditation every morning. It takes five minutes. It's just very easy. And then, you know, of course, do something good for myself, you know. Eat a really very healthy. Get my good smoothie. Take my vitamins if I can, and it's good weather. I go out in the garden. And I smell my roses. It's one of the routines, and of course, you know, kiss everybody in the house that is there. You know, my husband and my kids if they're here, my dogs. So always starting with a moment of feeling alive. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of what my ritual is about.
0: That's beautiful. And and giving love and receiving love as well, right? From your loved ones. Marie, what would you say is your most exciting purchase in the last six months? I love specifics.
1: Well, that's a really good one because I don't purchase that. (laughs) It can be big
0: or small. It can be even... uh...
1: Yeah. For me, traveling is really important to take some more time. I'm going to Jordan next week and I took some time to purchase some more time for and going to Petra, but I always wanted to go there. So, for me, when I really want to give something to myself, it's traveling. So, mm-hmm. not so much physical things. I always forget what I bought. So, <laughs> it's something my husband takes care of, to be honest. So. Perfect.
0: You guys sound like a great team as well. <laughs> we but Petra do. is a beautiful gift to give to yourself. So, that's going to yeah. be very, very exciting, right? What have been some of the biggest learnings or insights that your clients have found most valuable?
1: Well, I think what my clients have, what they told me is that they sometimes feel so stuck, you know, with what they have learned from other amazing teachers, and they got to a certain level, a certain ceiling. And then they were like, you know, we have practiced everything. We have worked so hard. We had... Create such a good discipline, and we still don't have the results we want. And then they learn this very practical system. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is very easy to learn. And they just start practicing that. And then they're like, oh my God, it's just like suddenly, you know, all these efforts I had, they start finally paying off because I just added the, the energy system, the diamond energy system from Marie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what I feel what people learned that always feel that they have breakthroughs, you know, Mm -hmm. from that, because once they have learned it, they can practice it for themselves and their family and their kids and their grandkids. And now I have already people that are second generation, of course, and I see how they just use this very small practical steps, but huge impact. And I think that's what people like. It's so easy. And it's so magical.
0: Yeah, well, I'm very excited to implement some of these strategies you recommended as well. So I will keep you posted.
1: Okay, I would love that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Marie, if there was a giant billboard or if you could get a message out to a billion people, so double your impact at the moment or what you're looking to impact, I should say, what would that message be?
1: Well, first I could say, well, hey, here's the app. Go to the app. you know. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> no, I would. For me, my greatest value always is love, mm-hmm. you know? Because I have traveled the world and I've spoken with so many, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that everybody is looking for is experiencing love Mm -hmm. and having a good family and feeling the love in their family. And I think it would be reminding people to
0: just love themselves and love their family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's beautiful. I really like that one. Do you have an unusual habit or something absurd that you love? Ooh,
1: that's, that's, a, you have an interesting questions.
0: I'll tell you one of mine. I have a yes, Japanese acupressure mat that most people okay. would consider a torture device, but this thing works right. magic. So if you are, especially if you have jet lag or something, it will basically recalibrate you and also with your energy. So I thought that this might be interesting also for you and get circulation going in your body. So you sleep like a log if you use it even just for 10, 15 minutes before bed. But anyone who sees it is like, why would you do that to yourself? But they have not tried it. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think what I probably because I'm from Belgium, right? A habit that I do have is it's kind of common for Belgians. It's like the afternoon tea. We have a little Belgian chocolate everywhere I go. I will have not a lot because I'm really dedicated to my health, but. Just that one little piece of white or milk chocolate in the afternoon, that is something I cannot afford. Delicious.
0: <laughs> yes, and I have a tip for you. One of my previous guests, she's half Belgian-Swedish and she has a organic Stevia Belgian chocolates that have actually won awards by Michelin Patisserie. um, Yes, pass on the link. (laughs) No, Mosu, I will send you the link as well. And they're fantastic. (laughs) So yes, exactly. I love good chocolate. And Belgian food, I have to say, is even better than French food. eh? It's the number one. It is.
1: is. I live in France most of the time. And so we go once in a while back to Belgium to just eat (laughs) better (laughs) food
0: than in France. (laughs) It's amazing. I know. I agree. Uh, It's beautiful. Marie, for my listeners interested in understanding Feng Shui and the law of attraction better, what online resources would you recommend they start with?
1: Well, of course, you can go to my website, mariediamond.com. Mm-hmm. They can go to my free app. Definitely go to Instagram, mariediamond8,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. we give a lot of beautiful videos there and tips every week. Also go to my YouTube channel because you have longer videos there that you can learn how to set up certain things in your environment. And so there's a lot of free online resources available, and then you will see what is the next step that you want to take.
0: Excellent. And we'll link all of those in the show notes as well for people listening and watching. Marie, do you have any final ask or recommendation or parting words of advice for my audience?
1: Well, I would say, you know, start this
0: process. Even if you just
1: start with decluttering, mm-hmm. perhaps your bedroom, right? Because that's where I would start. Mm-hmm. So you have a better sleep and you'll feel better and you have a better relationship with your partner. That already would be amazing because it's something you need to practice. You know, it's something you need to do. I cannot come and do it for you. I'm really good at decluttering, but I cannot do it for you. So you have to just start and mm-hmm download the app so you can start seeing where's your success direction and look what is there right now. Let go of what is not good and place some things that really can affect it. You always have a book on success. You always have somewhere a book uh, around money. So you have most treasures to have good feng shui, but the items already in your house. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You just have to replace things around you. So mm-hmm.
1: just give it a try.
0: So exciting. Marie, thank you so much for your time and for coming on today. This has been such a pleasure.
1: Thank you so much, Claudia. And thank you for all of you for listening and hope to see you in the future.
0: Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Claudia again. Before you take off, would you like to get a short email from me with some short but sweet fun tips, tricks and updates on all things longevity and lifestyle? This could be cool products that I've discovered, interesting posts or articles I've read and other fun and helpful things around longevity and lifestyle I've found for you. It's a very short piece of inspiration for you a few times a month. So if you want to receive it, check it out by going to longevity-and-lifestyle.com. That's longevity-and-lifestyle.com. And leave your email to sign up for the next one.